this man, he got some good news for you. Hey, everybody, gather near. The doctor's in the house, so lend him your ear. The things he can say might even make your day. He might even help your pain go away. The doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you. I'm sure he can tell you just what to do. The doctor is in the house. gentlemen the doctor is in the house good day everybody welcome to our 424th episode this is dr ron host of dr ron unfiltered uncensored this program contains general medical information the medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such you are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. And I do welcome you, ladies and gentlemen, with an attitude of gratitude. And remember, your diet is not only what you eat, it's what you watch, what you listen to, what you read, the people you hang around. Be mindful of the things you put into your body emotionally, spiritually, and physically, especially during these uh, times, right? And thank you, Mr. Putin. It seems with one stroke of a, of a pen or whatever he did to start the uh, disturbance in Ukraine, COVID went away. It went away faster than the flu did in 2020. So we have to thank Mr. Putin for that. We don't see any more from John Hopkins or Fauci and apparently lost his... Uh, Contract to be on television every five minutes. So uh, they got rid of that that propaganda campaign and, and all that fear they put us through. So now they have the Ukraine deal. And just one more thing, because COVID is over. The, uh, I don't know if you saw Bill uh, Hammer, uh, his report. Scientists warn virus may be be disappearing too fast for vaccine studies to produce meaningful results. Now get this, they're worried the virus is going away too fast for them to make a vaccine that they say will make it go away faster. 
incredible, ladies and gentlemen. If you don't think this whole thing was planned uh, to take away our freedoms, you better think again because the next thing is going to be our bank accounts, just like Trudeau did in uh, Canada. Just be very, very wary. This may have been the whole reason for them to uh, get us in that fear mode. Huh? So, uh, just be careful, ladies and gentlemen. Look, I, I don't want to talk about COVID because we've talked about it. And, and, and just as we've talked about death by modern medicine, so death by modern medicine and drugs, the third and fourth leading cause of death in, in the United States. And uh, here we're going to talk about ibuprofen. I have some pain, so uh, let me go get some. But, you know, ibuprofen kills thousands of people a year. That long-term high-dose use of painkillers, such as ibuprofen, is equally hazardous in terms of heart attack risk as the use of that drug Vioxx, which we all know was withdrawn due to its potential dangers. Remember, back in 2004, it was recalled because there were nearly 30,000 excess cases of heart attacks and sudden cardiac deaths caused by that drug between 1999 and 2003. And not, not to get into that, but they knew it from at least 2000. They remained silent. They're breaking a lot of mumbling on that drug. So why do so many people take and say drugs like ibuprofen? Well, that was interesting. Nice little music in the background, thank you. So why do people take it? Well, because they have pain. And uh, today, although I'm gonna, I will be telling you about the side effects of ibuprofen, sometimes uh, if you have an acute pain, you can take an occasional one. Okay? It's the chronic use of these, this anti-inflammatory. Okay, that is really the problem. And of course, now you know we have scientists all around the world. They want they want you to take this drug for everything. In fact, there's a there's a doctor from Canada who wants you to take it for Alzheimer's disease. He even invented his own test. Make sure you can tell you how to use it. And geez, ladies and gentlemen, it is a, 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 a drug that can cause you know, gastrointestinal bleeding because of ulcers. So uh, we'll get into that. But we, you believe it, they, in order to sell this drug, they, they probably pay this doctor. I'm a, his name is McGear, McGreer, uh, to come up with this test. And so study after study that I've been looking at revealed that this painkiller is wrongly considered harmless, huh? But it's over the counter, people say. But it's causing thousands of deaths from cardiac arrest each year. Here's a... Um, I hear a... Ladies and gentlemen, here an echo. 
I'm hearing it in my own mic here for some reason. If you do, just uh, send me a note. So according to the Sudden Cardiac Arrest Foundation, Sudden Cardiac Arrest, SCA, is the leading cause of death among adults over 40 in, in the United States. Did you know that? About 326,000 people experience an out-of-hospital sudden cardiac arrest each and every year in the United States. Nine out of ten of them will die. Not surprisingly, however, the cause of it is really unknown. And of course, you're going to get the medical bureaucrats saying, you know, pointing a figure, finger at your family history, previous heart problems, high LDL, etc. But there's something really pretty obvious going on here. And that's the consumption of these NSAID drugs like ibuprofen and Motrin. Because there's a new study uh, that reveals the heart-stopping side of these NSAIDs. This is from the European Society of Cardiology, and, it's, and the study was titled Harmless Painkillers Associated with Increased Risk of Cardiac Arrest. The researchers warned that painkillers considered harmless by the general public are associated with a significant increased risk of cardiac arrest. Now, this report was based on a study in the March issue of European Heart Journal. So what did the doctor say? Allowing these drugs to be purchased without a prescription or without any advice or restrictions sends a message to the public that they must be safe, right? It's over the counter. Previous studies have shown that these types of drugs, these NSAIDs, are related to increased cardiovascular risk, which is a concern because why? Because they're widely used, and it's over the counter, so it has to be safe, right? So they found that these drugs are not harmless, and were associated with these increased risk of cardiac arrest. So they're recommending that they be used with caution. And for a valid reason only. And probably should be avoided in patients with cardiovascular disease and other cardiovascular risk factors. Ibuprofen, ladies and gentlemen. So the current message about just taking them is, is really something you have to consider now. Because you, they're, they're available in convenience stores, right, even when you get your fuel. And we have to take them more serious. And there are, there are alternatives we can talk about. So NSAIDs, ibuprofen, can cause ulcers. And you know bleeding, which can be caused by holes in your stomach or your intestines. And they can occur any time during the treatment, and probably without warning. But generally higher risk for people who take them for a long time, and an older age group. And especially if you take them with alcoholic beverages. So sometimes you don't have a chance to stop it. Sometimes you know you don't just get heartburn or indigestion, you get bleeding. Your stools turn black. 
So the chronic daily use of ibuprofen, in my opinion, should be not recommended. We have pain for a reason, and the drug really works. It masks the pain, but and you pay a price for that. You could be a pay a price for it with your heart. And one, one effect that a lot of these studies don't talk about is leaky gut syndrome. When they open up that one wall lining between your intestine and the rest of your body, allowing toxic products to get into your body. And then you go ahead and put a cell phone up next to your brain while you're talking on it. And that opens up the blood-brain barrier. And then what happens? Toxic metals, glyphosate, get into your brain. Can't be a good thing, can it? So, geez, I went on a nice walk this morning. As, as my regular listeners know, I live here in Southwest Florida. And it is incredible. I want to jump out of my uh, shoes and say, people, get that phone away from your ears. They're walking and talking on the phone and... The radiation emitted from your cell phone is inflammatory by itself. And as I told you last week or the week before, carrying a cell phone in, in uh, your hip pocket may be a cause for hip degeneration. And maybe that's another reason why we're seeing so many hip replacements. So, chronic use of ibuprofen. Well, they, we know that taking 1,200 milligrams, which is a lot because... Uh, the over-the-counter ones are 200 milligrams, right? But if you take 1,200 milligrams for six weeks, the other thing that's going to happen to you guys, your testosterone is going to drop. And remember how we talked about a few months ago about a crisis in humanity where the soy boys are, don't have enough testosterone as it is? Well, here's another reason. You can develop overt hypogonadism. And guess what? Your sperm counts will drop. It's not. It's bad enough that all the endocrine-disrupting chemicals in our society and in our environment are dropping sperm counts. Now, ibuprofen on a chronic basis can do it. And we know nobody reads the label, and most people take higher than the recommended dose that's on the bottle. So the heart disease, the muscle damage, the kidney damage, the liver damage that can result from the chronic use of this, this uh, anti-inflammatory medication. Dr. Wong, who, a frequent guest on this program, has stated the, the uh, has seen the devastating kidney disease caused by these uh, NSAIDs, especially the Motrin-type drugs, huh? Now we got to add low sperm counts and, and low testosterone and low quality sperm. And guys, we really need testosterone to keep, keep us healthy. So, uh, lots of problems, huh? It's not just because, because it's over the counter, doesn't make it safe. So, I can, I have to, I will, will tell you though that ibuprofen is not unique in, in uh, increasing your cardiovascular uh, 
risk or mortality. The whole category of NSAIDs appears to have this under-recognized dark cell based in judgment. So we're talking about naproxen and the rest of them. They all appear to have this dark side of cardiovascular disease and cardiac mortality. It's an unintended risk, but it's there. And remember, we talked about aspirin last week. It's there with aspirin also. And I could go on and on and on about ibuprofen. I want to just highlight it. It is not as safe as you think, and you know, and you don't want to keep popping these uh, these drugs. They're as deadly as the old Vioxx, believe me. They can stop your heart, cardiac arrest. Okay, so what do you do? What's your alternative? Well. In 2009, I found a study on ginger capsules, 250 milligrams four times a day. They were effective as ibuprofen for relieving pain in women with their menstrual cycles. There's a homeopathic remedy called Arnica. A topical application of that was found really good for arthritis of your hands. Ginkgo, vitamin C, was found to be as good as ibuprofen for respiratory inflammation. And that's the combination. Ginseng, St. John's wort, holy basil, olive oil, all shown to have anti-inflammatory properties. You know, and if you really get into this, if this is not my field, but aromatherapy products, uh, see there are studies that show that some aromatherapy products approach the pain relieving qualities of ibuprofen. So we got to, I guess, even myself, uh, who, who don't believe in drugs, I have to get out of this uh, idea in my head because I was trained this way. A pill for every ill. The allopathic medical model, which I, I, I have preached on this program for the last six years, is, is outdated. Medical students coming out of school now are, 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 are just taught to prescribe drugs because they're being taught by the big pharmaceutical companies. We don't want to just suppress symptoms huh? and go about our business. We have to look deeper and finding the cause. As Dr. Jerry Smith would say, find the splinter, take the splinter out, remove the cause. And it's not, sometimes it's not easy. You know, you have to change your whole diet, get away from the pro-inflammatory foods, from the processed foods, which pump up your cell membranes and, and don't allow the toxic products out of your cells. Don't let oxygen into your cells. And they do the same thing with our mitochondria, which we have hundreds of trillion more of them than cells. Is it any wonder why everybody still is fighting fatigue and, and, and tiredness and chronic, uh, chronic conditions? Our cells are all gunked up from the uh, processed foods. 
you know, and I don't know if any anybody that counsels patients other than naturopathic physicians about nightshade vegetables and wheat-free grains. But these are things that uh, we have to consider because we don't want to be taking these drugs, which could kill us. But it's never easy. Never easy, ladies and gentlemen. It takes takes work to change your diet. So diet, exercise, herbs. All important as alternatives to ibuprofen and NSAID type drugs. I'm looking for someone that, that has experience in aromatherapy because it, it always interests me. I don't have the ability to talk about it. I've used Arnica uh, personally, uh, topically for wounds and also sublingually for inflammations around dental procedures, just takes the pain and swelling right away. The PEOs, the uh, parent essential oils, that was named by uh, Brian Peskin of MIT. Uh, really important, why? Why are they important? Well, we told you that, I just told you that the, uh, the diet, the standard American diet with all the processed foods, what it can do to the cell membranes. Well, one way of reversing that is to use the parent essential oils, PEOs, linoleic acid, linoleic acid. The omega-3 and omega-6 derived from plant sources. That will clear up the, the cell membranes to allow the toxic products to get out and allow the oxygen to get in. Something that could be part of your regular diet. And Dr. Wong's zymescence the strongest systemic enzyme around for its anti-inflammatory effect, naturally naturally treating it with systemic enzymes. And one, one question and one, one question I want to ask you, you know, what happens when your body runs out of systemic enzymes? Well, the answer is you die and you stop making enzymes around age 27 to 30. So in my mind, it makes perfect sense to replace enzymes. So as Dr. Wong says, when you run out of enzymes and dopamine three days later, you're dead. All right. And we come back to a good night's sleep. Good restorative sleep. So melatonin is not something you take for pain, but it's something you might want to consider at night to get a good night's sleep and your body can restore itself and detoxify. So melatonin and getting rid of the blue light at night. No tablets, cell phones, television an hour before you go to bed. And if you do watch television after nine o'clock at night, use a blue blocking lens so your body can then go ahead and, and make its melatonin naturally. Okay, so, so if you're having problems uh, with your liver, believe it or not, ibuprofen can cause a stiff neck, 
cause high blood pressure. It can cause your mood to change. It can cause ringing, ringing in your ears, tinnitus, and of course, kidney problems, heart failure, and heart stoppage. So, I guess you don't you don't really want to get to that stage where you have these symptoms. So, you want to be really uh, judicious and you use the ibuprofen. So I'm sorry about the little background noise, as Dr. T has told us. Uh, sometimes it happens there with, with people. Sorry about that. But uh, that's all I wanted to tell you today. Because I see it here where I live. I see my fellow golfing friends. They don't even have pain and they're popping an ibuprofen on the first hole and on the 10th hole. I ask them, why are you doing that? Well, I don't want to have pain. Well, they don't want to have pain, but I hope their heart doesn't stop. And who knows what's happening to their kidneys. So just don't take a pill for every ill if you can afford not to. So there's some uh, there's some optional ways, and not just what I told you. I mean, uh, everybody has a computer, it seems, these days, and you can, you can search for, for options. You want options other than Randy Griffin. And I, I guess while I'm here, I might as well just tell you, there's been a, just a recent article out about fluoride. You know, I've been an anti-fluoridation person for, I guess, 35, 40 years. But now there's literature out that shows that fluoride can turn your pineal gland or pineal gland into stone. really serious, huh? Because that's the seat of our souls. And it could turn us into stuff. I mean, to me, this is really something you, you probably won't see on the evening news. But it's really important. It's this, this gland, this third eye gland. You see pictures of the third eye. And it is an endocrine gland. And it's centrally located in our in our heads. And guess what? That's the gland that's known for its role in producing the hormone melatonin. And in order for your brain to produce melatonin, there has to be an absence of light. If it's all calcified, you think it's going to work that good? And a lot of people have uh, studied the pineal gland, but this, this came from a review of autopsies. So you know, better enough to have calcium stones in your kidneys, but we do not want them in our brain. And calcifications have been associated with Alzheimer's disease, bipolar disease, insomnia, Parkinson's disease, and stroke. So it's, it's it is an issue. And some people are calling fluoride a neurotoxin because. Uh, 
of the changes that can occur there when it gets calcified. So uh, just be uh, aware that uh, you should really filter your water. Get a filter that filters out fluoride. And next week we'll talk more about glyphosate because it's, it's really, it's, it's now being found in foods at Walmart, Target, and Whole Foods. How do you like that? I'm going to talk a little bit about the jab. Uh, it looks like it definitely can change our DNA. That's pretty serious if, it, if all these results can be verified. Are we, are we transhuman if, we, if we've taken the shot, the jab? I don't know the answer yet, but there's lots of studies coming out. That says we might be. We have to look into that. We'll discuss that. And I'll get more, more information on it as uh, this week goes by. So, COVID is over. Uh, Ukraine is the current news. Let's be positive. This is gonna, everything's going to end soon. It's all political. It's all driven by politics and not science. Especially when the CDC comes out and says they've been held to science. Because they didn't think we were smart enough to interpret it. You just see thousands of deaths from the jab. We can interpret that. When we see thousand percent increase in myocarditis in children that got the jab, we can interpret that. The dumbing down of, of Americans. It seems to be the one of the ploys that we're using right now. So, if you want to follow some of this, follow me on Telegram at Unfilter. I'm also on Rumble, BitChute, Spotify, iTunes, iHeart, whatever, in there. Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored. So thank you for listening. Thank you for putting up. And uh, if you have any uh, suggestions for a program, Email is docronradio, docronradio at gmail.com, docronradio at gmail.com. And uh, let's see, now wait a minute. So this is a little bit new for me, so uh, let's see. I think we have somebody called TFG. They want to talk? I don't know. I'm sorry, this this part of the show, this, this blue board is confusing to me. So thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, have a great day. God bless, and we'll talk to you next week. Ciao. Hey, everybody. Dr. Ron's finished for the day. I hope you got some good wisdom for what the man had to say. If it's all about good health, he's the man you got to see. He has a lot more answers for you. So tune in next week. When the doctor is in the house Or when the doctor is in the house Let the doctor know what's bothering you When the doctor is in the house
doctor is in the house doctor is in the house let the doctor know what's bothering you i'm sure he can tell you just what to do the doctor is in the house the doctor is in the house let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house so if you have a pain call the doctor if you have a strain call the doctor let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house the doctor is in the house see you next week